Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you. Happy Monday. I hope this weekend treated you well. I know it certainly did for me. Went out to the nightclubs. Had an amazing time. It's just so good when you can actually attract girls. It fucking sucks when you go into a nightclub and you stand at the bar looking at all the hot girls like you're a lion on the Serengeti trying to get that little gazelle. It's so much better when you have the skill set to be able to attract women at will. And I want to ask you, what if you get to the end of your life and you're never able to learn this skill to literally attract the women who you want? I don't know about you, brother, but I don't want to get to the end of my life and live that kind of reality, be on my deathbed and be like, what if? So I have a program specifically designed just for you, my friend, where you can work with me for three months and you will get the results that you want with women. Imagine having the hottest girl that you just masturbated to in your bed, bro, Tendo. That's what happens to my clients. So if you're sitting there asking what's in it for me, what's in it for you? boundless women, a freaking avalanche of pussy, just like girls, 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 anytime you want them. Isn't that what you always wanted? Don't lie to me, professor. I know that's what you want. So if you want to sign up with me, get on a free one-on-one breakthrough call, go to my website, coachmarksing.com. We'll talk about whether or not I think I can help you. And the thing about me is if I can help you, I'm going to straight up tell you. If I can help you and I do invite you to the program, it's because I'm 100% fucking sure that I can get you to your most ostentatious, audacious goal when it comes to women, whatever that might be, I can get you there. And yes, it's a three-month program. So that's what's in it for you, my friend. Something else I want to mention, which is really interesting, I just got an email from a client who requests to remain anonymous, who told me he got his testosterone and cortisol levels checked both before and after he joined the program. So as I said, it's a three-month program. He got them tested before and he got them tested after. I'm actually having quite a few clients do this lately because they heard the results of another client who did this and they want to see what happens with them. So this dude, check this out. No bullshit. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I couldn't even make this shit up. Before he joined the program, he had a certain level of testosterone and after he joined the program, that went up by 65%. I'm not bullshitting you. I swear this is true on my father's grave. And when I make a promise and I say those words on my father's grave, that is my absolute word. I would never fucking say that and lie to you guys. Never. That just isn't who I am. His cortisol went down by 53%. Okay, so testosterone up by 65%, cortisol down by 53%. What are women attracted to? They're attracted to men with high testosterone. What prevents anxiety? high testosterone. What usually is a massive predictor of success for men? High testosterone. What is stress? Cortisol. So when your cortisol goes down by 53%, you are way more at ease, way more relaxed, way more attractive to women, and probably way more successful in your career, your social relationships, just being a fucking man. You're sleeping better. You're healthier. Your immune system is up. All these things because he went into the program for how to get girls. See, your purpose here is to attract and pair bond with the woman so that you can procreate and continue on the species. That's why you're here. So you are heavily rewarded 
when you go into pain willingly, when you face your fears and you man the fuck up and go learn how to attract women. And once you learn it, you are rewarded heavily with dopamine, testosterone, cortisol goes down, oxytocin, and whatever else complicated scientific chemicals are released in your brain, you are rewarded because this is what you're here to do. So I thought that was really interesting that certain guys are getting their testosterone checked both before and after they do the program. 65%, I even have trouble believing that, unbelievable. So again, if you want to join the program, man, come join me. We do have openings. All right, let's jump into the content, boys. Five things you'll stop doing as you develop into a superior man. Now, if you were to sit there and think about it, I'm sure you know a good deal of these, but for some reason, for many of us, and yes, even including me, it's difficult to stop doing these things because it's kind of like naturally part of our ego. And the way I believe life works is I believe life is a series of evolution. And the point of it is to evolve into a superior man, or if you're spiritual like I am, to reach enlightenment, to fully wake up to what you really are. So as we go, we have our purpose, which is to actually have an ego and to overcome these obstacles. So for all of us, and I want to make this preface very clear, you have to forgive yourself first that you may be a bit of a douche canoe, you may be a little bit selfish, you may be Rear Admiral Anal Peterson, and all you want to do is get your dick into as many butts as possible because you're kind of a douche. Now listen, I was that way too, and like I just said, that's the purpose of life. We are supposed to be douchebags when we're younger, and we're supposed to not be superior men because what would be the point? It's like, what's the point of trying to hike up to the castle at the top of the mountain if you wake up in the castle, so to speak? So there's always a point for depravity, selfishness, stabbing people in the back, egoic actions, and basically being not the superior man you want to be. The problem is staying there. The problem is staying there. So as I tell you these things, you're going to be like, oh man, I'm still doing that stuff. And brother, I am too. In fact, the fifth one I'm saving for the end because that's the one I'm still struggling with myself. But I want you to forgive yourself. Awareness alone is curative, which means once you realize like, oh shit, a superior man doesn't do these things, you'll start dropping them. You'll start dropping them like a child drops a toy who realizes it doesn't entertain him anymore. It doesn't benefit him anymore. And all these things you'll see do not benefit you. So let's get into it. Number one is speaking negatively to yourself. Now, I know probably 65% of you guys listening on some level talk shit to yourself. If you treated a friend the way that you treat yourself, that friend would leave you in freaking 15 minutes. So why do we speak so negatively to ourselves? Well, there's a myriad of reasons, most of which come from insecurities that are derived from our childhood, Maybe our parents gave us some programs that were just repeating. Somebody said something to you in your youth that really hit you hard, and now you've just owned it and you believe it. But remember, as I always say in this podcast, belief systems are just BS, bullshit. They're illusions. So pick the best illusion for you that reaps the best results. And the most negative thing you can do, the worst thing you can do to your life, to your success, to your happiness, to your peace, is to talk shit about yourself to say, oh, I'm an idiot, I'm dumb, I can't do this, I'm not attractive, I'm not good enough, I'm not big enough, strong enough, tall enough, have enough hair, whatever your excuse is, when you say that shit to yourself, the universe, as well as women, by the way, say you're right, you're not tall enough. 
I have guys that come through my program that are like five foot two. One dude in particular, Sean, big salute to you, brother. Five fucking foot two. And this guy likes really tall women. So through his three months with me, we were able to remove the belief system that being short is unattractive. Bullshit. It's only unattractive because you believe it is and you're sitting there talking to yourself in a negative way saying, oh, I'm unattractive, I'm not good enough. And then girls are like, you're right, you're not good enough because they can sense that from you. But the second he started believing that, you know what, height doesn't matter, I'm attractive because I'm attractive. Then girls started saying, you're right, you're attractive because you're attractive. He started banging girls that were way taller than him. He nailed one girl that was 5'10". That's eight inches taller than him. And I'll tell you what, height doesn't matter when you're lying down, does it, Sean? Fuck yeah, brother, proud of you. So the first thing you're going to do is stop talking negatively to yourself. And when you do, as I always say, an NLP trick is to simply say, erase that and replace it with a positive belief or a belief that's steering towards a positive level. So if you're like, I'm dumb, be like, no, 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 erase that. I'm working on myself. I'm getting smarter. And by the way, boys, you can get smarter. IQ is not stagnant. You can actually increase your IQ. One way, by the way, is by raising your testosterone. Different podcast episode. Maybe I'll get into that in the future. But you can raise anything. You can raise your IQ, your intelligence, your confidence, your fill in the blank. So the speaking negatively to yourself, we are done with that today. Monitor your thoughts. Yes, it takes a lot of energy. Yes, it takes a lot of work, but you are responsible for you. Nobody's going to do this for you. I'm probably the one dude, the one stranger among very few others that truly cares about you and is going to try to help you. But until I meet you and you come join my program, this is the best I can do for you, man. The rest of it is up to you. You have to help yourself because ain't nobody going to do it for you. I guarantee you that. So monitor your thoughts carefully. Keep watch of what you're thinking. And if it's negative in any way whatsoever, drop that shit. How do I drop it? By simply dropping it. Like dropping a sack of potatoes that you've been carrying around for decades. It's a simple solution and one that takes courage. So do that today. Number two is going for pleasure over fulfillment. Eating bad food, playing video games, watching porn, having one night stands, being on Instagram all the time, indulging in social media, you'll start enjoying the hard things instead, such as exercising, eating right, doing projects, starting businesses. I have no interest whatsoever in playing video games anymore. And that's something I used to do in my 20s. And listen, if you play video games, they're fun. They're great. I'm not holding it against you. But you're asking me what happens when you develop into a superior man. You simply won't be interested in it anymore. What you'll be interested in is self-development. How can I better myself? And yes, even better the world. How can I become the goddamn best version of myself? And listen, if you're not interested in that yet, that's okay. I'm hoping this episode plants a seed in your mind that will grow later in life. Because some of you guys are young. You know, some of you guys are still in high school listening to this podcast or in college, or even if you are in your early 30s or even 40s, and you're still playing daily that COD, that Call of Duty with your headphones on and your racing chair, and you know people from all over the world, and you're talking shit, eating Cheetos, Ding Dongs, Dip Dips, and Ho-Hos, and looking like a goddamn slob, you will probably evolve out of that soon. How do I know this is true? Because you're still listening 12 minutes in. So I know that you're interested in developing out of that, but for all of us, including me, the bad food, the video games, the porn, the one night stands, I was super addicted to that shit. 
will no longer bring you fulfillment because it's like a low vibrating transient, which means short term, sensory, which means your senses, gratification. And you're just not interested in that. You want to do higher level things like meditate, work out, go on gigantic road bike rides where at the end of it, your legs are quivering. And I say that because I'm actually going to go on a gigantic ride today. You're interested in kind of those higher level things. And you do things that are hard because you know when you do things that are hard, your life will be easy. When you do the easy things, your life will be hard. Going after pleasure is just short term and it leaves you wanting more. And this is why the vast majority of Americans, where we're really a pleasure-based society, are miserable. Why they're absolutely miserable is because they're just going after these things that give short-term pleasure, but don't give long-term fulfillment. When you become a superior man, you're not going to be interested in doing that shit anymore. You're not going to be interested in just banging as many chicks as possible, which if that's what you're into right now, Rear Admiral Anal Peterson, that's okay because you have to go through that, like I said. Don't curse the stage that sets up the precedence for greatness. And what that means is you can't have white without black. You can't be found unless you've been lost. So being lost is part of the process. In fact, it's necessary. But honor it, respect it. But like a child puts down a toy, once you're done with it, put it aside and don't judge it. Say it too is necessary. That guy who's driving his lifted truck, blasting music out of it and roll calling you, which means blasting smoke out the back because it's a diesel truck. It's called roll calling. They do that to motorcyclists a lot. They'll get in front of motorcyclists and just roll call the shit out of them. That douchebag, quote unquote, he's going to wake up too one day and he has to be lost in order to wake up. So yes, even his douchebag ways are necessary. So honor it, respect it, and even bless that dude because he's on his way. Number three is you'll stop abusing your body. And some of the things I'm going to say here, you guys may disagree with, but I stand by them. You will stop eating sugar. You will stop smoking. And yes, boys, you will stop drinking alcohol. Once you get to a certain level of consciousness, you just will not do anything that will disrupt your body temple. Your body is the tool for you to experience this life. And once again, I believe the whole purpose of life is to wake up to what we really are, to reach enlightenment, if you will. And you will no longer be interested in polluting that tool that you're going to use to get you there. So I believe you stop eating shitty foods because you feel like shit after. You don't feel pure. Feeling vibrant, feeling healthy is like your number one thing when you're a superior man. Because you want to be sharp. You want to get to that next level. And you know that if you bog down the system, if you put alcohol in the gas tank of your car, it's just going to make the car drive worse. If you smoke and have pollutants into your lungs, you know that you're not going to be able to perform to your highest level. And you're going to cherish the feeling of health over the feeling of transient sensory gratification. Eating like shit. Like when you eat sugar, like eating some cotton candy, you just feel like shit afterwards. So you're always disciplined. And disciplined means going after your higher motives, not your lesser motives. Your lesser motives are, I want to feel good in the short term. I want to fuck that girl real quick and use her and leave her because she's got a nice ass. And again, I know who you are, bro. Rear Admiral Anal Peterson up in this bitch wants to have sex with that girl because you just want to use it and get that quick high. Whereas when you evolve, you're like, listen, I want a meaningful relationship. I want to have a family. I want to be the man that I was supposed to be. And again, I really believe that your entire purpose here is to procreate. 
So you are rewarded with, once again, high testosterone, low cortisol, oxytocin, and whatever kind of chemical gets released in your brain when you are that family man, when you do get married and have kids. Sitting there with your kid, watching a cartoon that you would never watch, at least since you were five years old, is one of the most gratifying things I've ever done. And I've been in the nightclub with fucking tens around me. I've had sex with the most beautiful girls you've ever seen. I've been in retarded situations, bro. Absolutely ridiculous situations when it comes to women. But having the family and being there with my three-year-old daughter is the most gratifying thing I've ever done in my life. Among building this business, among building excellent health, among getting over all the bullshit that used to hold me down, like anxiety, agoraphobia, panic attacks, not being able to get girls, among my accomplishments of rising above those challenges, which once again were necessary for me to rise above them, among those accomplishments, being a family man is one of the most gratifying things I've ever done. So when you reach that level of becoming a superior man, you'll just stop doing shit that abuses you. Because you want to live, you want longevity, you want vitality, you want health, and you want to pass that on to your family. You want to be that superior man. A superior man does not do these things that makes him sick. And when it comes to alcohol, I know a lot of you guys disagree with me, but I stand by what I say. Every enlightened master I've ever researched, every person who has accomplished that peace and serenity and fulfillment and happiness that we're all going for has stopped drinking alcohol. Now, if it's occasional and you don't do it as a regular thing, fine. You know, I'm not extreme about things. I think all things should be in balance and I'm all about lightening up and having a good time. So once in a while, it's fine. But if it's something that you do consistently, that you really rely on to feel good and that you use as a bit of a crutch, you'll drop that shit as you evolve into a superior man. The next one is being a taker. This should be self-explanatory because I talk about it all the time. When you become a superior man, you switch over to being a giver because here's how the universe works. When you give to it, it gives back to you. In fact, there's an interesting story of a multimillionaire who, when he was dying, wanted to get rid of his entire fortune. So he started giving it to charities, started giving it to friends, started giving it to people in need, and he actually died with more money than when he started because when you give it away, it comes back to you. And that's the universal truth that we're all connected. And if we want to extend this thing down the hall of mirrors to the original truth, we're all one. We're all together. So when I give to you, I'm actually giving to myself. But there's the illusion. A lot of us are takers. We think when I take, I give to myself. But you realize through experience, it doesn't work that way. That when I take, I get taken from me. And a lot of people are stuck in this miserable existence where they're just takers. They're trying to get over one on everybody else. They're trying to be selfish. They're just take, 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 take. And their life fucking sucks, right? But then you get a guy who's a giver, giving value, giving good energy, giving good compliments, giving money to charities, always trying to help people out, just being this open vessel who gives, gives, gives. And then what happens? Abundance flows back into his life. The number one way to get what you want, the huge secret here, man, I know we're 20 minutes in, you're starting to lose focus, but listen to this. The number one way to get what you want is to give it first. That is the secret of the universe. That alone will change your life. And finally, the final point, when you're a superior man, you'll stop insulting others. You'll stop ripping on other people. You'll stop being disappointed in them letting you down. And you'll stop being a general douche canoe who's always 
putting down other people. Now, this is the one that I too struggle with, man. Up until only recently, was I a really judgmental asshole, always putting people down because I thought I had it all figured out, right? I'm getting all the chicks. I'm making tons of money. I'm super ripped. I'm in shape. And even in this podcast, if you look through the evolution of my episodes, I talked a lot of shit back in the like 100 episodes saying things like Sea Donkey, Canyon Mule, Mountain Troll, and everything else, which I will admit to you, I still say from time to time because I'm not there yet. I haven't evolved to the point where I don't judge others. I used to call people plebs, which the Romans used to say about plebeians, which were the lower class of people who, when they would go into the Roman Colosseum, the plebs would have to sit way up at the top when they were watching the gladiatorial fights. And I used to say plebs stood for pathetic losers embracing boundless stupidity. Like when you're driving down the freeway and some idiot creates a car accident because he's texting and it makes you an hour late. Fucking plebs, bro. Fucking plebs. And I still have that come up inside of me because it's like, and you could probably relate to this. When you hold yourself to such a high level, when you're kind of like kicking ass in life and you're really doing well, when you see other people just not doing that same thing, you kind of judge them a little bit. And I'm still stuck in that. I'd say it's like about 50-50. When I'm really like spiritual and I had a good meditation or I just work with some clients and I'm just feeling really on top of the world, I can feel love for everybody else. And I can feel how, like I said earlier in this episode, even them being lost, like that asshole driving the lifted truck and roll calling everybody, that's part of the process. And in itself is beautiful because of that. And I can have love for those people. And I get in that state more and more often lately, which I believe happens when you become a superior man. But sometimes, bro, like when I'm late to Denver, like this weekend, I went down to Denver to go meet my girlfriends, go out to the nightclubs. There were like fucking four car accidents of people who are doing what? Texting. Get your head out of your apps. Pay fucking attention. Be in the present moment. Stop trying to go for that transient sense gratification of scrolling Instagram or texting while you're driving and concentrate. It's a goddamn two-lane highway that shoots from northern Colorado to Denver. It's not that complicated. Just fucking concentrate. But yet, there's always accidents on this thing. And I'm sure you guys can relate. Wherever you live, how many fucking accidents can people have? It's like, dude, get your head out of your apps. Concentrate on what you're doing, you idiot. Anyway, as you can tell, it pisses me off. In fact, I kind of want to get a train horn installed in my car, bro, so that when people pass me on the right to try to get into the nice little safety pocket that I leave between me and the car in front of me, right when they pass me on the right and they put that blinker on, just hit them with the fucking train horn, man. But that's like my struggle is half of me is still an asshole who rips on other people who when he sees a fat chick with the super hot face kind of shakes his head because I'm disappointed in that person. But the other half of me is like, bro, you don't know what that person's going through. You don't know what kind of maladies they have inside their own head given to them by their parents, perhaps, in their childhood to make them fat. Which, by the way, many fat people, the reason they get fat is to protect themselves because they were abused in some way when they were a kid or they're so insecure they want to be bigger so that they feel safer. So I'm always struggling with this, but I know as I become a superior man, as I continue to age and become that elder I will no longer rip on people. I will no longer insult people. I will no longer judge people. But that's the hardest thing for me. Definitely don't judge you champions who listen to my podcast. You're obviously too, like me, 
trying to ascend to get to the next level. And for that, I respect you. Gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. If you found value in this podcast, I very much appreciate a five-star review, preferably with some writing behind it. Email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and I will send you a bunch of cool shit. Also, I am accepting new clients into my program. You can meet with me on a free one-on-one breakthrough session too. See if you're a good fit for my program. See if I can help you. And I'm going to give you a no bullshit assessment of whether or not I can help you. And for every guy who I invite to my program, I am 100% sure that I can help them do things like raise their testosterone by 65%, lower their cortisol by 53%, get them to the exact goal with women that they've been fantasizing about for sometimes decades. I can get you there in three freaking months. I drop podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays. And this Thursday, I got a really good one. It's called RCR. It's an awesome seduction technique. So stay tuned for that one. And I will see you in the next episode.